0: From the Humphrey School in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Coming of Age. Today, we talk to Eric Armakonki. At the moment that it becomes clear that you're being accused of having an affair with her, what's going (laughs) through your head? Oh, shit. (laughs) Stay tuned. I was probably about 44. Eight or nine, I would say. When I turned 18 years old.
1: 18. I was 25. I was 19 years old.
0: Yeah, and I went, I'm an adult. Hello, and welcome to Coming of Age, the podcast based at the Humphrey School in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where each week we hear the story of someone connected with the school and when they begin to feel like a grown-up. Today, we're talking with Eric Armakonki. Eric's a second-year student in the public policy program here at Humphrey, and at the outset, I'll let you know that Eric speaks with a bit of a stutter, so you'll hear that in the program. A year ago when our class was just coming together someone assigned to a group with Eric observed that one of the great things about him is that while he does occasionally stutter he doesn't hesitate to say what's on his mind and that's a big plus for us because Eric has a pretty remarkable story about when he began to feel like an adult. It happened when he was 21 and a senior in college studying abroad in Toledo, Spain.
1: I had originally started in the dorms at the at the university but after a while I kind of decided that wasn't really my thing I'd watch my mother move in with a family. So the program uh, provided me with a family, and we had an awesome time. So the host's father, his name was Antonio, originally from Equatorial Guinea, and he was no more than 30 years old. And the host's wife, Erminia, and she was probably a little older in her mid to late 30s, and she was from central Spain. What set them apart was they were really young. Because a lot of my other classmates, their, their host families were late in their 50s or 60s. They had had any host children before. They kind of were just another student that they had this semester. Whereas for me, everything was new for both myself and for them as well.
0: Armenia worked days and went to school at night, which meant that most of the time Eric spent with his host family, he was spending with Antonio hanging out. And as Eric quickly figured out, Antonio was not a typical father figure.
1: Antonio was, for a 21-year-old, a great guy to have as your host father. I say that in quotes because he was much more of just this older dude who happened to have uh, some partial responsibility over my life. He came from a very wealthy family in Equatorial Guinea, and that definitely shaped his life because he didn't really work ever. But he had all this money. Like he, would, he would say really funny things like, man, I just spent the longest day in the library. I was there for like two hours. <laughs> and I'd be like, wow, that's really tough. And he would do things like, there is Toledo isn't a very big party city, but um, there was this one club, and he would like to take me and my friends out, and he would get VIP room paddle service, and we would just be you know, going crazy all night. <laughs> so like, this was like the type of environment that I was living in for a, a, good, a good one month and 29 days.
0: However, after a really enjoyable one month and 29 days, things changed dramatically and seemingly out of nowhere on the eve of Eric's departure. Eric was scheduled to do some traveling before returning to the U.S., and he had a ticket from Madrid to Italy, leaving early the next morning.
1: Antonio, Antonio and Erminia had very generously offered to take me to the airport at what was probably 3 in the morning to make my 6 a.m. flight. And so the night before, we're eating our dinner. I was telling them, it's my last night in the city. I'm just going to take a walk around, just kind of experience the night one more time, and then I'll, you know, I'll come back and we'll play dominoes and drink some wine and hang out until 3, until, until we need to go to the airport. And they're like, sure, it sounds good. So
0: Eric left and took a leisurely walk around the city. But when he got back, something was decidedly off.
1: I could instantly feel a very strong tension in the room. And I look over, and Erminia and Antonia are sitting on the couch. And Erminia is visibly distressed. She had clearly just been crying. And I was thinking, oh, no, maybe a loved one has just passed away or some, some serious issue has just gone on. And, and so, you know, I, I say, is, is everything all right? How's everything going? And Antonio's looking a little bit upset, like he definitely wants to talk about something. And Erminia uh, turns to me and she goes, Eric, I think you're going to want to sit down for this.
0: And once Eric was sitting down, Erminia dropped a bombshell.
1: She turns to me, she goes, I don't know where this came from, I don't know how this came about, but Antonio has just accused us of having a sexual relationship. And my my jaw pretty much dropped to the ground. And
0: just to be clear, this was false. This,
1: this was is... false, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was completely false. Like I said earlier, I rarely actually even saw her. I spent the majority of my time... At Antonio, She worked uh, all day, went to school all night. It was almost as crazy as if she had accused Antonio and I of having a sexual relationship. It was just ludicrous. It was just, I couldn't even wrap my head around that accusation, really. And so I, I was stunned. I mean, I've grown up speaking Spanish. Spanish wasn't an issue, but I wanted to make sure that I, I heard all the right words, that I didn't somehow who's a translation. So I was like, this is what I just heard, right? And she was like, yes. And he was like, yeah.
0: Making the situation even more tense was the fact that not only was Antonio accusing Eric and Arminia of carrying on an affair, he was also a former professional boxer.
1: Like I said, he wasn't a small dude. He was a boxer in Ghanaian. He was looking angry and under his mind... I had been having an affair with his wife. So this whole time I was wondering, what do I have to do to make sure that he doesn't uh, beat the crap out of me?
0: And so in a decidedly level-headed fashion, Eric asked Antonio what made him think that Eric and Arminia were having an affair.
1: And it became very clear that the situation was actually not about me at all. It was really about the culture that he grew up in, uh, the g- gender norms that he was socialized with, the relationship norms that he was socialized with, and really the misogyny that apparently played a role in his uh, growing up because his uh, rationale was this. Earlier in the day, I happened to be in the kitchen with Erminia, and... I told her, I said, hey, I know you work all day, and you're really busy. Don't feel the need to have to drive with Antonio and I at 3 in the morning to go to the Madrid Airport. And she goes, okay, that sounds good. And so then apparently after this, she calls her friend in Madrid and says, you know, I might not come to uh, Madrid tomorrow. And Antonio hears this, and he takes this as she is now taking orders or directions from a new man in her life, which clearly means that we are having some type of a sexual relationship. I, I you know, I thought it was gonna be something like, he saw me glance at her, or we hugged too long, or just something along those lines, something more tangible. And when he told me that this was his reasoning, I went from more being scared for my personal safety to actually more being angry at him creating this situation that wasn't true at all and really kind of destroying this really good bond that all three of us had had for almost two months on our last night together
0: from the vantage point of someone who grew up in the u.s this line of thinking seems kind of ridiculous and it struck eric that way and that's what he told antonio
1: Henia starts to talk and she goes i know i know it's ridiculous i know it's doesn't make any sense at all uh and I've been trying to explain to him, but he just isn't hearing it. And then he goes, "Yeah, I really need you know I believed Armenia, but I really need to hear it from a man for me to fully uh, take it as as truth." And then that made I was even more stunned and shocked because really they had had from what I thought a really great relationship. They seemed to really be. Open and caring for each other. they always had good dialogues, if any situations arose, so I really, this whole time, was under the impression that they really had a very strong relationship. And when he started to give these perceptions and ideas, my world turned 180 degrees.
0: Once Eric asserted in no uncertain terms that he definitely wasn't sleeping with Armenia, and that this was clearly a major misunderstanding, he went out and took a second walk around the city to clear his head and process what had just happened.
1: And that was pretty much it. You know, we ended up taking a really awkward car ride together, all three of us at 3 in the morning, uh, where we all pretty much sat there silently. And, you know, that that was really how it an- ended up. Pretty much they dropped me off at the front of the gates, and it, w- it was definitely a, a very abrupt and quick adios.
0: For Eric this moment marked a pretty major transition. On the one hand, he had just managed to resolve a potentially explosive situation in another country in a different language. And on the other hand, it was clear that now he was old enough to be thought of as an adult by other adults around him, and that for him, this carried a certain level of responsibility.
1: It kind of dawned on me that now I'm at the age that The things I say and the things that I do have direct impact and consequences because people will perceive them in certain ways. So even if I'm completely benevolent in my intentions uh, or don't even realize that I'm doing something wrong, I am now at a stage in my life where I don't get doubt about it. It can be immediately taken as I am a threat to somebody
0: That's our show for today. Join us next week for another story about coming of age.